0: everybody and welcome to your spiritual best friend on spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast i am the host josh sanchez and the purpose of your spiritual best friend is to connect spirituality mental health and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome back to your spiritual best friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez. And man, I know it's been a very long time since we last recorded and I last saw you guys. But I just want to say I'm happy to be back. And starting this week, you are guys, you guys are going to expect weekly podcasts moving forward. But for our podcast today, I wanted to just tell you guys some topics. So what we're going to cover, we're going to start with just some like life updates, what what's currently going on, some things to look at. But then we're also going to talk about the forecast for July when it comes to astrology. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about like our weekly tarot reading as well. So I'm going to continue to do that and all that fun stuff. So for you guys, for this podcast, if you're a new listener or, you know, if it's been a while, like, Josh, where have you been? Make sure to hit that subscribe button for weekly content. I know I've been promising that for a while. And now I'm here to deliver. So starting this week, expect podcasts either Saturdays or Sundays. I will come up with a more finer date moving forward. But yeah, so I, I figure we can start this podcast with just some just some life updates, what currently is going on and all that fun stuff. So the podcast, I know I have not done a lot of interviews in a while. I've been reaching out to some people and I do have some interviews lined up in the near future So this podcast is going to get back to how it once was, where there's going to be mixtures of solo podcasts, but there's also going to be a lot of, I would say, a lot of guest interviews. Um, I have a couple of crystal healers lined up. I have a couple of my friends that are willing to come back on. So we're going to have some fun for the future podcast moving forward. But for you guys listening for today, today's podcast is just an introduction for what is ahead and what's in store for the podcast and I'm really excited again I missed you guys and I'm really looking forward to 2024 being the year where I'm creating a lot more content and we are also having a lot more fun in the process so I figured I can start the podcast overall with just what the heck is going on so the last time this podcast recorded it was the end of season one and We finished it at around like October-ish or September-ish, around that range. So it's been about like a three-month hiatus, and I definitely apologize for that. However, this is what's been currently going on. So as you guys know, I'm currently trying to get my master's, my MA in clinical counseling. This semester, this spring, I graduate in May. So my workload is starting to lessen. So during that time period, I was doing my internship. I was seeing clients. I was still working full time. I also started working at the crystal shop, Find Your Harmony. So there was a lot of things that I was doing. I was reading a lot of people's charts. I was also doing a lot of counseling and mental health. So it's been a wild three months since I last saw you guys. But now for the upcoming spring, I plan to graduate and I will have my master's degree in clinical counseling and the next step is just to prepare for the national counseling exam and then work under somebody for the next couple years so that way I can get my license in mental health counseling. So I'm very close to getting my MA in clinical counseling and that's what's been currently going on with myself. So between that, between some family stuff, between doing a long distance relationship. So it's been a really tough fall and also beginning of winter for me. So when it comes to like recording the podcast, that was something that was a challenge. But now that I'm back for season two, I'm back, I'm re-energized, I'm ready to go and we're definitely going to have a lot of fun for the podcast. So I just wanted to start off with that little discussion telling you guys, you know, what the heck I've been doing the past three months and things to look forward to, Uh, but you know, I'm here to help you guys, and again, this podcast is meant to be fun. We're gonna have some cool guests, and we're just—you know—I'm just happy to be back. I definitely have missed everybody and missed recording. So, with the main topic for today's podcast, I figured we can just stick to astrology. What's currently going on? I know it's the new year, so I wanted to give you guys a July, uh, January, not July, a January forecast. So, things to expect, some important dates, and all that fun stuff. So the astrology for January, I know for the fall and for the winter, it's been crazy. There's like at one point there were seven planets in retrograde in the beginning of the fall. Now that we reached January. That energy is going to start to ease a little bit. Um, One of the big important dates, obviously, you guys know is January 1st. It's the new year. Mercury goes into direct. So Mercury is the planet of communication. Mercury is like our messenger planet and its natural rulers are Gemini and Virgo. So one of the things when Mercury goes indirect, that means communication is gonna be really good here. It's going to be, if you've put in the work, you're gonna get very rewarded during this time period. Like, um, that's how I would look at it. When, When the messenger planet is indirect, it's, it's time. Okay. Like we feel relieved, right? All of the pain and all of like the miscommunications and all that stuff has now subsided. And we feel more relieved that this is that from our communication, like this is what's happening. So it definitely makes sense. You know, this is where the concept of like new year, new me starts to come into place. Like I have a plan. This is what I plan to do to work on myself and that can contribute to Mercury being indirect. All right, like I'm ready. I've, I have my goals all in order and I'm ready to go and I'm ready to communicate and put that out into the world. So that is like the first big thing was January 1st and it's going to be indirect for a while now. So, and again, especially if you are a Sagittarius, a, a Pisces, a Virgo, Gemini, you're going to feel a lot more relieved compared to the other signs. So if you have any Sag placements, Pisces, Virgo, Gemini, uh, that is is how you, I would say, just keep an eye on, you know, you might feel a lot more relieved. And again, this just dates because Mercury is in Capricorn, it's moving indirect. So, you know, just keeping an eye out for all that fun stuff. All right. Next, the big, the next important date is January 11th, which is a new moon in Capricorn. So when it comes to the new moon in Capricorn, Capricorn energy is very big on working hard, learning life lessons and thinking long term in terms of like what's your overall plan, career goals, what do you plan to do for a work job, all that stuff, right? So the fact that it's going to be a new moon in January 11th, we might feel an abundance of confidence in regards to the work we put in, the discipline, the plan we have to work on ourselves. So we might feel really confident that, you know, we are working towards it. And on the contrary, it might feel like, all right, like I'm pushing to be less lackadaisical and free and more into action and getting stuff done. So that is the new moon for this month in January. So that's going to happen January 11th. And again, think of like long-term bigger picture goals. I know for our next week's podcast, I'll get into more in depth of the new moon in Capricorn. But I just wanted to give you guys that heads up. Like, all right, this is a date for you guys just to keep an eye on. So that is the new moon in Capricorn. So these next two we're going to talk about, these are going to be a little bit more intense. So on January 20th, so towards like the middle, towards the end of the month, Pluto, a sign that it usually takes a couple decades to go from sign to sign is shifting from Capricorn to Aquarius on January 20th. And it's going to stay there for a very long time. So this, whenever Pluto switches signs, Pluto is the planet of transformation, rebirth, the cycles, right? So it's like, We transform, we learn something new, we grow, we evolve, and then we might start over again, right? So Pluto may be a little planet, but it carries a big emotional intensity about Pluto. Scorpio is Pluto's natural ruler if you look at more modern um, astrology. Um, But yeah, so that planet and also the sun enter Aquarius at the same time. So Aquarius energy is different from Capricorn energy in a way where it's more Aquarius energy is more humanitarian, thinking bigger picture, working for the common good, helping people. Um, However, it is meant it's like a very visionary and rebellious type of energy. So the fact that Pluto is entering in that, if you are a Taurus, Leo, Scorpio or Aquarius, so any fixed sign energy this is going to be a very transformative couple of decades for you guys. It might feel like you are transforming. You're starting over. You're working. You might be feeling at times you're working harder than other people, but also you might feel at times you're going to be very rewarded over the next couple of decades because Pluto stays in that sign for a very long time. In fact, it takes Pluto over like 280 years to, To go through all of the 12 Zodiac signs. So that's just to put it in perspective. How long Pluto is going to stay in Aquarius. So just be aware for all my fixed signs. You might feel at times. um, Intense in this emotional intensity. Or even like this like transformative. You might be going through a lot of transformative. Experiences over the past couple. Over the next uh, couple decades. So. Sorry, my nose is a little bit stuffy as well. So giving you guys a little heads up. Now, so that's January 20th. And the last important date for you guys just to think about is the full moon in Leo. And that is going to be January 25th. So Leo is all about feeling, attention, creativity, expression, right? You might feel this conflict depending on what sign you are between the sun which is in aquarius and the moon which is in leo so you have this creative side but then also this like rebellious side so just be aware around towards the end of the month people might be more bold people might be more rebellious that is the leo energy fueling the aquarius energy because it will we will be in aquarius season when it happens so that's something just to keep an eye on for you guys And again, like as we get closer to the dates, I will start to break down how it affects your sign like I've been doing in previous podcasts, like I was doing in season one as well. So that's something just to look forward to. So again, the important dates, obviously January 1st had already passed. Mercury goes into direct. So your goals, your communication, you might feel relieved, motivated, january 11th there's a new moon in capricorn so just be aware of that we might be driven to working hard and thinking of future oriented and like creating like big long-term career goals january 20th pluto and the sun enter aquarius which is a board which is a more visionary and rebellious type of energy and then the full moon in leo on january 25th so those are all the important dates for you guys for the month of January. So, I just wanted to give you guys that heads up. I figured before we get into the second topic, I have to give a little announcement for the podcast. So, As you guys know, I have been doing astrology readings for a while now. And over the summer, I started working at Find Your Harmony. Find Your Harmony is a great little crystal shop. It's actually turning into a big crystal warehouse where we have tarot cards. We have crystals. We have an abundance of options and stuff for you guys. If you guys are bored and want to come on out, schedule a reading with me. Uh, and check out and buy some cool crystals and stuff like that. It uh, all you have to do is just look up Find Your Harmony in Newark, Delaware. That is where I'm at. I'm usually there on Saturdays, and I'm usually there on Tuesdays. So if you guys are ever interested in wanting to learn a little bit more about astrology and in depthness about uh, things to look at and getting your chart read, don't be a stranger. Come on out and uh, yeah. So I'm always gonna I'm gonna give Find Your Harmony the shout out that it deserves. It's been a really great place for me over the past couple months. I know it's been a crazy time for me. And Terry, the owner is awesome. And everybody in there, it's a really good vibe in the shop. So I just want to give that crystal, shop, that crystal shop a little shout out as we transition to our next topic. All right. So before we get into our tarot card reading, I just wanted to give you guys just I feel like another piece of astrology that does not get talked about enough. And I feel like um, I feel like it'd be cool for me to introduce it for this podcast to start the new season is the lunar nodes. So in your astrology chart, there is a north node and a south node. Your south node, depending on what you believe in, whether that is past lives, if you believe in past lives, your south node is you in a past life, things that brought you comfort in a past life. And the North Node is things you are supposed to learn in this lifetime that your past lives did not. That's if you believe in that. For my people that do not, your South Node is simply energy that you are comfortable with. So like energy you're used to, energy you might have interacted while you were younger. And your North Node is the type of energy that's meant to push you. If you tap into this energy, you're going to get rewarded. You're going to learn new things about yourself. But tapping into this energy is going to be a challenge at times. So you have a North Node and you have a South Node. How you figure it out is once you know your North Node, the South Node is the opposite sign of your North Node. And also the house numbers also flip-flop as well. So for instance, for myself, my North Node is in Virgo, which means my South Node is in Pisces. So for me, I would say I'm very comfortable with creating, with spirituality, with, you know, understanding and reading people's emotions and being very gentle and kind in that regard. Virgo energy is all about discipline. Yes, Virgos want to help people, but they do it in a very disciplined way. So they pay more attention to the details. All right, what's actually going on here? More logic, more analytical. Pisces are more dreamy and feeling type of base, right? So for me, what I'm meant to learn as I'm getting older is learning about the practicality of things, learning about thinking more logical instead of feeling, because there's times where I've been taken advantage of because of, you know, feeling and being very gentle and kind. And to put even more perspective on it, my South Node is in the fourth house. So the fourth house involves your family, your sense of security, home life. My north node is in the 10th house, so I'm meant to take a step back from family and focus more on my career, and the universe is sort of throwing things my way that has been challenging me with that. So that's just an example of how you can read the lunar nodes. Uh, I usually combine the lunar nodes with the midhaven. The midhaven is your 10th house ruler. And again, like similar to the Midhaven, your, note, your north node is meant to push you. And the more you tap into this energy, the more you're going to evolve as a person. So I just wanted to just add a little, a little tidbit with astrology as well. So I've been reading that a lot with people in my over the past couple months at Find Your Harmony. And as I'm doing more astrology chart readings and stuff like that, I've been learning a lot more about that. So it's been really cool. Uh, To look at. So to wrap up the podcast. I'm going to do a little tarot reading for you guys. As well. And don't worry. I cleanse my deck before every time I do a reading. And for you guys that are new to the podcast. My reading is just simple. Like what is some energy. Me and also you guys. My podcast listeners should expect. For the upcoming week. So I know I'm recording this on. Saturday January 6th. So for the upcoming week, the week of January 8th, my ancestors, what is some expectations or what are some things me and my podcast listeners should, should expect? I already got one. They are one and they're in a talking mood today, so I got one, two, and I'll do one more shuffling and three. All right. So. Here's the energy that we are going to expect for this week so so far, and I'll show you guys what we got. So, all right, so the first card we got is the Wheel of Fortune. As you guys can see, it's a beautiful wheel. And again, my deck I use is the Modern Way Terra, um, so if you guys are curious and wanting a deck, it's a really cool deck. All right, so we got the Wheel of Fortune, and it's a Major Arcana card. And we're going to read a little bit on what it is, and then we'll do a little interpretation after. So, chance, destiny, and fate, karma, turning points. The wheel of fortune is ruled by Jupiter, the planet of good luck and expansion. When this card, when this card appears in your reading, you are in luck. Whether you believe in destiny or not, things are lining up for your benefit. Think of surprising offers and new opportunities. Your personal vision will also increase as life's tempo cranks up. The Wheel of Fortune can also reveal psychic abilities, whether within you or someone close. Consider this a chance to discover more about yourself and to listen to your gut. Manifest your dreams now that your energy is aligning with your spirit guides, angels, and other helpers. You can't control the powers of the universe, but you can definitely grow your understanding of your role in this life, and the universe. Just remember that there is nothing to fear. Everything will work out according to divine intervention and timing. So, this first card is, I would say, very, a good luck card. Like, so next week, might, we might feel an abundance of confidence. We might feel very connected with ourselves. We might feel like, man, like I'm on the right track here. And if you're feeling that way, take it and run with it. Because again, the Wheel of Fortune, it's ruled by Jupiter. It's a Jupiter card. Jupiter is the planet of good luck, expansion. So put yourself out there, you know. Continue to, if you're on the path that you feel like you're, it's working, it's connecting, that, continue to run with that, right? So that's what the Wheel of Fortune is saying right away. So a very good card to start off the reading. So good luck and good fortune is coming our way. All right, so now the next, card we got is the four of wands and again like i will combine all these cards together at the end and we'll do like a final reading as well but i like how i do my tarot readings is i go through each card and then we do our our final takeaways once it's done all right so we got the four of wands if you guys could see it's a couple people four wands they're celebrating they're having fun so four of wands celebration excitement homecoming Celebrate good times, come on. It's a celebration, sings the Four Upright Four Wands. One of the most positive cards found in the tarot. The Four of Wands predicts the celebration of a monumental achievement. If you are planning a wedding or a get-together, this card confirms that the event will be a success. Take this opportunity to pull out all the stops and make it an event to remember. This card also has a more abstract interpretation. It tells us a story of feeling confident and being on the right path in life. Anyone wishing to go on a new adventure in life is in great shape to do it if when the Four of Wands appears in their reading. Do you have a dream that you have always wanted to chase after? Take advantage of the lack of self-doubt this card brings and go after it full force. So, that is the Four of Wands so similar to the Wheel of Fortune in this week coming up, we might feel an abundance of confidence. We might be feeling really good in the direction in which we are going. So if you are feeling that way, continue to do what it is that you're doing that's making you feel that way. And it seems like, again, a celebration, excitement, a pretty good week is in store for all of you guys, which is pretty nice to hear, you know? And then the last one we got is the Six of Wands. So, Here is the card as well, and I will show this for every reading as well. If if you guys can see, it's a person on top of a horse, and you see six wands. So, this card, victory, uh, triumph, recognition, public praise, awards, recognition for success, applause for a job well done, and being given a pat on the back. These are all outcomes connected with the six of wands. Many times it may feel like others don't notice our hard work. Maybe your significant other or children seem unappreciative, or anyone, even at work, like your boss might seem unappreciative. Perhaps your boss acts like the effort you give is meaningless, or you have family members who take you for granted. If so, things are about to change for the better. The Six of Wands predicts success in the presence of onlookers. Get ready to receive your gold star and strut your stuff. You deserve it. So, man... For this upcoming week, there is a lot of good things to look forward to. So not only do we have an abundance of confidence, there's going to be some celebrations and some fun, but also too, like there's going to be people reaching out that, you know, say that they appreciate you and the work that you have put in. Think about all of the work you have. I know 2023 was a really challenging year. Like, I'm not going to lie to you from my own personal standpoint, I dealt with a lot of stuff in 2023, long distance relationships, school, working and not being paid for my internship, working on so many clients and helping so many people dealing with my own personal family stuff that, um, unfortunately, like I will be more personal about with time, but like dealing with that. It's been a wild 2023. And if you guys know me personally, like you guys know, it's been crazy. Um, So the fact that this reading is showing, okay, like all this stuff you have gone through, those seven planets of being in retrograde right now that everything has seemed to calm down, we're going to get rewarded for the hard work we've put in We might get recognized from certain people. There might be a celebration or like a work party or like a big friend party or a friend gathering. You know your life more than I do. But just think about it in those areas. Like man. Like. Have I gotten praise. Or for this week coming up. Like think about if you do receive praise. Think about the good luck. And good fortune. You are currently going through. This is a very positive week upcoming. And I also think the new moon in Capricorn. Will add to that as well. So just be aware of that. And all that fun stuff guys. So. That concludes our wonderful first podcast. I know moving forward, I'm going to have some interviews lined up for you guys. I just wanted to just check in. This is the first episode of season two of the podcast. I will see you guys next week. I'm really excited for what the podcast has in store and I'm happy to be back. I missed you guys so much. Expect the audio version of this podcast to be out probably either later tonight or Sunday morning. Um, But again, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I wish you guys the best for this week upcoming. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of positivity. Wheel of Fortune, Four of Wands, and Six of Wands. Our next podcast, I will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe with the weather. If you're on the East Coast, it's supposed to snow, so be aware of that. And uh, this is Josh officially signing off. Well, would you look at that? You guys made it to the end of the podcast. If you guys love the podcast overall, please drop a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your ratings would really help boost the podcast overall. So again, if you guys are loving the podcast, follow me on my socials too, at Your Spiritual BFF. You just search that, and I'm all over social media. But I hope to hear you guys soon and I'm glad you guys enjoyed the podcast.